What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. Hi. Hey. Man, it's been a um so Saturday it snowed in Atlanta. I mean, snow for real. It didn't stick clearly, but it definitely was coming down. I was very much confused when I walked outside Saturday morning. And then the wind started picking up and it was like snowing. I'm like, I know you lying to me. Oh and then today God. it was what, 68 degrees? Yeah, um, the weather on the East Coast is on crack. I mean, we, we've been having um consistent weather. But I mean, California is normal for having four seasons in one day. So, you know. Well, not, honey, I remember in the Bay, them folks were so scared of rain and storms and stuff like that. Honey. Yeah. Trees sliding, bridges getting shut down like crazy. Because of rain? Yeah, because they don't get a lot of it. And so when they, um, when they do, the trees kind of, they low key uproot because the dry, the soil is so dry. It don't know how to. Re- it used to man. It's, people wouldn't even come to work on rainy days because it was like they don't know what might happen. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we I haven't really been getting no rain. Um, it just be cold. It's like extremely cold in the morning, like forty nine degrees. But since I'm not that far away from from the beach, it feels even colder than that. Sometimes. Oh yeah, it's all, yeah. So, and then by the time two o'clock hit, it's seventy five, eighty. And then That's crazy. Back to that at nighttime. So. I feel like we had a good solid three days of toasty weather, and it was like okay, okay, and it was like snow. Yeah, no. That's crazy. I'm, but anyhow, snow. So what you been up to? Um, working. Um, I you know I just been trying to once again get this apartment together. Um, I'm gonna just be transparent. <laughs> so I tried to support some illegal black business owners. <laughs> we were just gonna say that, and it's not working out very well for me. So what you trying to do? If you don't mind sharing, buy furniture. Oh boy. And so I'm going through this thing with that. So I've been living in this apartment for four and a half months with no furniture for real. Longer than that, almost five. Um, <clears throat> and so this week. I just been using my money to just buy my buy furniture like I probably should have did in the beginning. So and where's I, your money from the original transaction? Did you get that back? No, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get situated right now. Oh so um I asked him for a refund. He said, wait, he'll get he'll get it to me. And then I was just, I feel like two days is too long for you to give me my money back. So right, because I've, it, been, it, I've been trying to um, do a dispute through my bank, but I want to make sure that the bank out here can give me a temporary card because the last time I did that, it took a long time for me to get my card. Now, how, how can you dispute that? If Was it paid peer-to-peer? Yeah, I can still try to do it. Oh, okay interesting i don't know but even still i don't know what's going on so i may be asked out to be honest um he's offering to do other things that i don't want to do because that's not what i wanted but um so where the stuff at i don't know did you 
get tracked in the internet. What's so crazy? What's so crazy is that I've had a few friends order from this person, and they got their stuff months ago. I'm the only one over here still looking at an empty floor. I don't like that. Yeah, same. But you know, that's what I do. I, I was playing. I was. I was gambling with my own money, child. So can't blame nobody but myself. All right. Well. So, yeah, I'm starting over, basically just furnishing my apartment still after all this time. So, so well, if it makes you feel better, I'm still looking for a couch, but I found out who's gonna make it. I just gotta go down there and get a consultation. It's just gonna have to. So you are getting a custom couch? Yeah, I am, but not through a custom furniture maker. Just a furniture maker who allows you to customize existing inventory. Okay, you know what's so crazy? Um, somebody recommended me because I want a floor mirror. Uh, for my work area and somebody recommended me to this guy here and apparently he does the same thing like he customizes um the mirrors okay so I, i'm gonna um go visit him in the morning if i don't have to work i saw somebody on tiktok today who had a mirror they went to a, like a yard sale pretty much for a dance studio and they had this huge mirror that was on wheels it was so far mm. I'm that like, I, yeah, it was cool, but I can't imagine moving that into an apartment. Like you would have to put it in different parts. But um, but yeah, actually, um, it's so funny because when I was shopping for furniture, when I was on a strict budget, it was very easy. I was like, all right, my budget is a thousand dollars. Found something for uh, seven hundred. And now so that easy. I, <laughs> now that I actually know what I like, what I want, the feeling, the dimensions, the you know orientation, and all that, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy. My cheap sofa that I got now, which I love, don't get me wrong, is literally better than all the mess I've seen for stuff that costs way more. It's just annoying, but um, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, so hopefully with this house thing, um, that the sofa that I love so much will go there, and then I can get, I can pick up my um, I have my sofa delivered from. Um, I'm going to Interior Define. They're in Bucket. They got a few locations, but they have a Bucket location, and they have hundreds of swatches and so many different things. So. Pretty much they have the furniture style that I want, but I'll get to determine like the storage options, the color, the material, the grade of it, the filling, everything. So I, um, that'll be great. So and that's um, because I'm getting modular, I'll be able to kind of expand it over time if I wanted to. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I can't even imagine even doing something like that from scratch because my brain just. <laughs> Lately, I just been I've had my mind on forty different things at one time. So me doing that, oh girl, I don't see. All right, so let's go ahead and get into Black Business of the Week. All right, so it's my turn this week, y'all. And as we know, it is tax season. I think the tax deadline is April something. I don't know, but if you guys have not already filed taxes and you have questions about certain things like tax laws, deductions, incentives, what is qualified for a write-off, how to file your PPP loan, how to file your unemployment, whatever, I want to send y'all to a TikTok account called Duke Loves Taxes. D U K E. L-O-V-E-S-T-A-X-E-S and I've been following him for a long time and a lot of stuff he shared I'm not gonna lie I already knew but I like it because it's certain things that um that may be new that he tends to share like for example I applied for this debt cancellation program through um, student loans for a school that I used to attend that is now closed down now I have not been approved for it yet but I didn't even know the program existed so you know just little stuff like that I know that's not necessarily tax related but he does share financial advice but there's a lot of stuff that is nuanced to this year's taxes based off stuff that happened last year. And, you know, I don't want y'all to go to jail. So I just want y'all to follow Duke, get some information. 
and he's really good he and he's, he's a black guy obviously and the way he explains stuff is just very clear he'll be like this is what it's called and this is what this means and this is really informative and i i love the way he teaches stuff sometimes he does little skits to kind of paint scenarios like what qualifies as a tax write-off or um how many kids can you do certain things for things that you know the biden administration is allowing for parents to do so i think it's um it's worth a shot so y'all should take it out <laughs> take it out y'all should check it out and uh find them taxes okay yeah. Um, speaking of TikTok, I think that you brought this person up before, but I recently followed them. The uh, Maldi, the one, the boy Maldi, the oh my god, I love Maldi. Oh my god, gay truck life. So he is so funny, so young. He's from um Mississippi. He so yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just found I was just saying I found a page maybe like three weeks ago, and I've been on that page laughing my ass off. I'm, I'm like, Y'all, it's this it's this gay trucker named Marty from Mississippi. He's so country. Oh, my God. But his name, oh, he don't change his name. His name is Playboy Marty on um on TikTok. I'll go ahead and put his stuff in episode, episode notes as well, but he literally does like day in the life of a trucker. The food he put in his truck, troubleshooting and repairing his own truck, getting loads, and he in the military. Like, he is yeah. very dynamic. Keep in mind, he has nails so long nails so long and how they do real nails not press on yeah like how you do that without, with the mom he is so funny i love watching him oh my god he, his page i got disabled at one point he ended up getting it back but i love Marty. oh my god i be watching his videos all i like i sometimes when i'm working i be needing some kind of noise to be playing if i don't have a podcast to catch up on or a youtube video usually he'll be on live so i'll just turn his live on he'll be doing nothing but just talking about stuff he Man, one time he was dating this dude in prison and he cut he him off because he was is. asking for money. Oh, he still is? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, is. yes, please check out my... Oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get into shop talk, y'all. So um, let me see what I got. I haven't even really been online because of work. Yeah, I've been having the weirdest work hours. Like the other day, I had to be to work at 3.45 a.m. Oh, Jesus. And I had to be the place that I had to go to was 45 minutes away from my house. And then the guy who got me the job wanted me to come pick him up before. Oh. Now, I'm like, now. I don't yeah. like that now. So I had to drop him off after that long day. Cause it was like a, a 16 hour day. And then literally had to do it the very next day. It's so weird. I'm sorry to hear that. Sounds like you enjoyed doing it for them. So I guess that's. A good I mean, thing. No, I mean, I only did. I only dropped them off one day, but um, I enjoy. I enjoy my job. I mean, I do feel like I do complain sometimes when I'm because I just. I don't know. I, I don't know anybody who would enjoy doing video shoots. I'm sorry, I don't. Like Besides I love the artists. Yeah, they probably like, even enjoy it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it either for the most part, unless it's something that they want to do. But anyway, continue to shop talk. So um, somehow, some way, Drake got enough hair for cornrows in a <laughs> eight hour time frame. All I know is last week, he some girls ran into him in church and Keiko. They taking pictures, videos, all that. And the next day he wake up with some straight backs. Now, I don't zoom in, y'all stared, rotated, cropped. I don't do everything I could. I don't know how Drake got braids. He don't have on a frontal. I don't know what's going. And if he does, them baby hairs is doing a doggone thing. Yeah, I really don't know how Drake got braids. If anybody know, please let us know because it's very confusing. Hmm. He probably. Um, I've been sending you a lot of people who've been 
having like some extensions in their head. This is not it. You it ain't the same thing. Some people just be good at their job. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak on it. How do Drake got braids, y'all? Maybe he pulled some of the beard up. <laughs> you I don't want that got a hair transplant overnight. That's a process. Yeah, no. Nah, I see Tory Lane's um, hair transplant is wearing off real bad. That's how it happens because genetically, you want to put a hat on have that anyway. Same for LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, LeBron. He- I don't know why they don't want to just go ball. I feel like LeBron would be cool ball. I think they're trying to hold on to their youth because you think about it, going bald is like an old man thing. If you're doing it in your 20s and 30s, it's like, dang, so I really got to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, and it's really nothing that you can do. I wonder if it's something that you can do to prevent it. I don't know for real, but... Yeah, your mama got to have a baby off a man who got all his hair. (laughs) But I'm like, I don't know. I, I do a lot of, like, natural hair stuff so i get i use castor oil and everything because that's one of my fears but you may not be prone to a receipt a receding hairline that's true now do we have that in my family yes because and i I, i'll be looking at my uncles and stuff and i'm like all right the only thing that i do hate is gray hair now i wish that my my skin just wasn't so sensitive because i could easily just take a permanent hair dye just down my beard but since i can't do that i have to use like henna and henna doesn't stain that long well y'all have a pride and you got a lot of them yeah i was so, about to say you can tweeze them but who got time to be doing that every two weeks i feel like that's why they came harder because i used to pull them out i um i was just thinking the other day because i kind of remember my mama she has gray hair now but really she don't even have that much and I remember when she first got a gray hair, I feel like it was in her 30s, late 30s, maybe 40s. So I always be thinking about that day when I'm going to just be combing my hair and find the gray hair. Like, when is that going to be and how I'm going to feel? Because on my 33rd birthday, y'all, my knee was giving me problems for a whole week. Girl, I ain't saying it's a conspiracy, but you don't find that suspicious? All right. Dr. Umar. <laughs> um, so uh, my contribution for Shop Talk Um. I want to talk about 50 Cent and Monique. So 50 Cent has been online campaigning to um, Oprah and Tyler Perry because he feels as if they need to apologize to her and he's going to help put her back on the map, which I think is good. Um, I don't always agree with what Monique says 100%, but I mean... Hey, my babies. Yeah, I also don't really agree with anybody all the way. You know what I'm saying? So I respect people's differences. But what I do respect is that Monique is has really stood her ground. She stick by what she's stuck by what she said and what she meant. And she just honestly living her truth about what has happened to her and um, just things about the industry. Because what people don't realize is that I watch uh, me working in the industry. I watch so many people. and and now I'm I'm prone to asking. I watch so many people that are Hispanic and white <clears throat> book certain jobs and get certain gigs and make a certain amount of money that most black artists have never seen. Speaking just for makeup artists in general, makeup and hairstylists. But um it's annoying. And so even right now, the guy who I've been assisting, so since I moved here, I said that I wanted to start over. I haven't assisted anybody doing makeup ever, probably. Um, but since I moved here, I've been trying to find artists to assist that work in, you know, that work in the industry just so I can, um, be seen, um, 
get some money from that and then also just make connections through them because that's how that's usually how you book certain jobs by assisting other major artists and the pay is just different like this boy told me that he did a campaign shoot and the brand isn't even that big of a brand and he got paid seventeen thousand dollars for three days of work i've never seen that my that much i need my my halo (laughs) i've never seen that amount of money from doing makeup in my life and it's so that a cash transaction no, this is like an AC, uh, what is it, AHC, ACH. Uh, oh, like a bank transfer. Yeah. like. Oh, okay. So so cash, but it's not like W-2. I'm just trying to understand. How you even well, pay- so well, since we're independent contractors, we do W-9. So oh, we okay. have to submit all of that whenever we're um, working. Usually, it depends on where it com- comes from. So you can either get paid directly from that person, or if it's a company or whatever, they usually have a payroll system. And you have to like go through that. But for the most part, since those are like one-off jobs, they don't really take out taxes. So, but but in the but end of the year, that's what, about to say. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> but at the end of the year, you'll get messed up. So yeah. But unless you go to Duke Loves Tax and you can find out how <laughs> you can not. This is true. You get what I'm saying. But I, you know, so I, I sympathize with Monique on that because, like I said, I experienced that. I'm looking at somebody who clearly my work is better than, and, I, and I'm saying that confidently. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I know for sure that I'm more knowledgeable in makeup and um, color theory, all this stuff, than this person. And they're getting, like, I mean, six, seven, eight times the amount of money that probably more than that. And it's, and it's just, it's not cool. Now imagine them asking you what's your rate and you get them your rate whole time. You cheated yourself out of $15,000. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And then it's, and nobody is going to tell you that. Right. That's you know what I'm wild. So n- now I ask people because I'm like, you know, I just moved here. I don't want to undercut nobody just in case somebody gives me a, client i don't want it to be a situation where oh the clients start coming to me now because i'm undercutting what you know exactly so i appreciate 50 cent 50 cent is very outrageous and belligerent and some and i don't find him funny often and i don't trust him i'm sorry i do uh, i do appreciate the fact that he's trying that he's um you know, trying to help Monique get her career back on. Um, I think that she's amazing, uh, an amazing actress. I think that she is an amazing comedian. And I feel like she hasn't done anything too wrong in my eyes where it should hinder her from getting work. Yeah, and, um, I agree. I feel like I've, I've even watched some Black men say things and do things and it doesn't affect their career at all. And I just don't understand what's going on. And it's kind of, it's just a, it's just good to see a black man that is supporting her and standing on people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just trying to help her. That's really what it takes for somebody to go against. Cause I'm, I didn't know much about the Tyler Perry Oprah thing until after her Netflix situation. And at one point I thought it was related. I really didn't understand because the way she went about it and I didn't really love how she went about it. So I just stopped listening. So I'm not going to lie to you, but I do think that when people like any, I think that happens in regular life. You'd be like, don't be friends with her. Cause she do that. And she, now this person wondering why folks ain't kicking it with her no more is because folks don't want around saying it. So it takes somebody to be like, I, I see for myself, you know what I'm saying? I'll go out on the limb. So that is, that is honorable of 50 cent. Um, 
But yeah, I hope so. So I agree. Monique is very talented, obviously. She has literally spanned her career across several generations. She's not irrelevant whatsoever. Um, but, you know, I do hope that she can get back out there and do her thing because she really paved the way for a lot of female comics and, 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 and in that industry. I mean, literally some of the most iconic like sitcoms that we grew up on came from Monique. And her career expanded beyond that. I mean, we talking about Precious, okay? People yeah. say sit there, eat your food every day. Yeah, and the, and the, the fact that <clears throat> honestly, Precious wouldn't be what it was without Monique at all. Monique is I'm a ride care. Yeah, her her character. <laughs> no, I'll just stand out that much to me, but I'm just saying, like, Precious was a huge movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even supposed to be that. It was it was like a small film, like, and and when I say Monique turned that role out, turned it I, out. Like I was, I was low key. My feelings was hurt real bad, just by the <laughs> talking and the, her tone. And I'm just like, whoa, like this is just mm. like you know. I feel like we all we all respect Monique, um, it's, it's, especially for her craft. For I sure, for sure. We all um, respect her contribution to, you know, our like growing up and we used to seeing her on TV and just our parents and uh, watching her and the things that she do. And I don't like where she at with it right now. Cause I just feel like it's so many other people out here that's on that shouldn't be, but we ain't going to get there. We ain't going to go there today. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, maybe they shouldn't be in your eyes, but God seen it through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello. But, um, okay. So, <laughs> I, one thing, my last thing I want to add to Shop Talk is basically, I really love how Rihanna is wearing her bare belly out in the streets. Like, yeah, I think it's sure. really cool. Um, it's funny because it's, it's, I don't want this to sound rude, but it's only acceptable because it's Rihanna. Because if I would be at the mall somewhere or just out and about and I see somebody with a pregnant stomach out, I'm like, when the pool? Now put your shirt on. Because in my eyes, it is a big belly. Now, I don't know if that's fat shaming or whatever you want to call it but i do think that there is a little bit of a difference because for example there are some women who are pregnant or with child or whatever however you want to address it and they might just wear big bummy clothes because it's more comfortable and there's some women who are pregnant who wear like stylish clothes they continue their style through their pregnancy so anyway that's what i'm just trying to compare it to so i just think rihanna makes pregnant look a lot cooler and it's just cute on her i think it's cool she like maternity shirt we yeah. gonna put on this bustier. <laughs> Once again, um, there, there's a famous saying that it's it ain't cool until Rihanna do it, and here we go again. Point blank, period. Uh, and another thing too, a lot of people ain't ugly; they just ain't got no budget. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, I remember years ago, um, I think like 2013, 2012, uh, Funhouse Jaja performed a birthday bash with her belly out, and she got so much backlash for that. She, um performed with Shawty Lowe on stage. I do remember that. Similar I, outfit. Like the, well, it's probably because uh, people didn't know. And that's the thing. You're right. And it's it's all about notoriety because she was she's super local. No shade. But like yeah, a lot no. of people did and I mean and it has grown. And it because think about it, Cardi B was at Coachella twerking with a pregnancy stomach. It didn't look bad because yeah. she made it look cool. So it's all about the budget. All about the budget. You know what I'm saying? Notoriety. People are more comfortable with doing that because I feel like a lot of people, while they're pregnant, sometimes they don't feel sexy. They don't feel pretty or yeah, you know tired. It's a it lot. Just, Your body's going through a lot. A lot. So literally. the fact that Rihanna is still capable, you know what I'm saying? Like she's wearing it. She's, she's getting up, getting her glam done. 
putting her outfits, multiple outfits a day at that. Right. I wish her outfits came with a mask, but <laughs> I mean, I'd be wondering. Maybe, maybe not. You know, um, I don't care. I'm, I notice now. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway. So my last contribution for top, for shop talk, um, the internet is um, divided right now because Polo Ralph Lauren has a exclusive line for Morehouse and Spelman. Let's clarify a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So I need people to not forget that collaboration part, as in this is mutual. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I'm gonna be honest. I, I I try to style stuff like this because um I ain't go to college. Well, I went to college, but I ain't go to no HBCU and I ain't graduate. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, some stuff ain't my ain't for me to chime in. But from the outside looking in. I just always feel as if when it comes to HBCUs and certain things, it's like we want in our community, we want representation. We want people to, um, you know, know, know more about it. And when we get opportunities like this, it always comes with backlash from these institutions or the people that go there. But I won't necessarily say it's from Morehouse or Spam because like you said, it's a collaboration, meaning that it was mutual, but the alumni and, and or whatever from those schools, some are not pleased with it. Um, there, I think the biggest thing is the aesthetic of the photo shoot, but somebody on Twitter made a good point. Um, they were saying that the style of the shoot was like based in the fifties and the sixties, but for the most part, that's always been Ralph Lauren's aesthetic. Like all of it is very classic wear stuff that you, I mean, even before the end, like the polo boots, I mean, those like uh, riding boots and all the other stuff. Those are things that were popular in the early 1900s, probably before then, mm -hmm. don't know the time period, but I'm just saying in general, their whole, aesthetic for their line is that i don't know i just want to genuinely understand the outrage because i i mean because yeah number one i do i definitely see people upset that they chose that people always choose morehouse and spellman number one they are literally the two most iconic hbcus period period sorry i do think that people should spread the um the wealth and the resources to those other schools but I'm, and this is not me caping for them, but maybe they don't know about them. I mean, yes, we have like Xavier. There are some that are a lot more prominent than the other, but we cannot play like Morehouse and Spelman are not the most iconic, literally educated, the most iconic people that we know in black history, period. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, I agree with the aesthetic being very in line with Polo. And I also feel like if they didn't change their hairstyle or throw the old fields on the pictures, they wouldn't be saying it. Cause it will look like the same product. It's the same. It's literally sweaters, rugby material. Like it's yeah. not that deep. Now, I've seen people talking about it's giving slavery. I'm not sure if they know when slavery ended, <laughs> but it was way before <laughs> the thing. It be stuff like that that make me feel like y'all just want to complain for you. No just want to. I think it's really cool, and I actually want to buy. And I, I just want to say that I wore a Morehouse sweater on my last Instagram picture, which was a couple days ago. So it ain't cool to Alicia do it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but um, but no, I just think that people, like you said, I think that people just want to be mad about stuff. I think that when, when I, I don't know about everybody else, but when I think about what makes Morehouse iconic, I think of that era. I do, and it's just, and mind you, Morehouse has been around since the eighteen hundreds. So, like, what y'all want to be a two thousand two collab? Like, what other? Because when you think about like fashion generation wise, like 
that style from that era has pretty much continued up until today. We're not, what y'all yeah. want, Jabos with, with polo? Like, what exactly are they expecting? I think that it's the aesthetic of the photos that made people think that. And I really hope that, Um, this is what I want to say, not related, but kind of related. I'm glad that some people are kind of standing on their choices instead of succumbing to backlash. Because what if polo was like, all right, we're going to cancel the collab. Now people are missing out on money that they were hired to do this. It takes away from the, the excitement for the school. But I just don't want them to, to back out. I like it. I think it's cool. And if yeah. it, if we if, if they needed y'all's opinion on Twitter, they would have came to y'all iPhone and tapped y'all on the shoulder. But instead, you probably not even going to make the drop anyway because you didn't get your check in time. And that's no shade. Sorry, that was not right. That wasn't right. I just need people to stop complaining about everything. And I, and I while agree. people have I the agree. freedom to say what they want to say, post what they want to post, it is literally draining because people cannot be pleased. I think the collab is so cute. And if I can um catch the, the drop when it drops, I think it's tomorrow. I definitely want that sweater with the S on. I think it's really cool. I do. And I don't care. Yeah, no, I love. I actually love it. I love what they did. And then on top of that, people don't even realize that Ralph Lauren donated two million to the school, if I'm not mistaken. To um, this is literally uh, a huge Ralph Lauren. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I just feel like black uh, black Twitter and and don't chew me out about this. I'm just being honest. This is this is what we. This is honestly our over here. Um. I just feel like when it comes to Twitter, people dissect things sometimes that don't need to be dissected. They, they literally need to open up their light bill and find out how much more needed before the, the bulbs stop coming on. All right. I probably need to do that too. <laughs> See, I got auto draft. I just feel like, and then it's so crazy when you go into these, and I'm glad you mentioned this because I have a, a tweet from the streets that I wanted to get into that's kind of related, but I just, man, did you go... Do you even know what Morehouse at? <laughs> Jesus. It's just like, what? So what would people have preferred? Nike? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Yes, it could have been anybody, but Ralph Lauren, that's a that's a fire collab. And anybody that's still foot on, on Morehouse or Spelman's campus can see how, especially at Morehouse where they wear their suits, like the style is very much aligned with this. So anyway, whatever. I think it's cool and I want a piece. I'll probably have, uh, try to get me a little more house. You know, I love, I love more house. I love the people. The TJ Maxx and Marshalls by me got more, more house and Spelman sweaters and t-shirts. Period. Right next to the Georgia Techs and the Kennesaw States. Hmm. Per. I'm no, mad at that. This ain't no shop talk, but I did want to um, send condolences to the Braxton family because they lost their sister this week. Mm, yes. Braxton sisters to cancer. Very young, 50 years old. She fought it in silence. That's been happening a lot. Like a lot of people in the public are fighting in silence. Yeah, because imagine announcing that and then all the important of stuff that people like people people don't mean no harm when they want to send their condolences, but you're not trying to be focused on that kind of attention. You're really trying to get better. That is true. That's true. Yeah, because I think about I have a relative that passed away from it wasn't cancer, it was another illness, but as soon as you tell people, I mean, it's I, like I said, I don't think people mean harm, but it just can be a lot. It's like, listen, that the last thing they need, you already can't get visitors in the hospital. The last thing I need is to be trying to use the energy, the little energy I got left to be thanking all these people and doing all this stuff when I really just need to rest. Yeah, yeah. that is true. But it is sad. Rest in peace to Tracy. You know, cancer is 
terrible man it's one of those things where you you can't exactly prevent it man so you just gotta hope for a long healthy life that's really all you can do and to watch a loved one battle y'all is it's it's traumatizing just so you know all right so for tweets from the streets i just had an observation this is what this is one of those things that lead me to delete my twitter every single time okay pretty much it's like this thing where I, and i see it on several social media but a lot on twitter where people pretty much say or post or tweet a certain thing with the intent to cause chaos or be problematic but act oblivious when they get dragged or people check them does that make sense like people just I watch post. it happen every day that's what and it's so annoying it's i really hate to see it like i saw a tweet and this is what really sparked this thought i saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago where this guy went viral now for basically saying like people that are you know people that deal with mental health they just need to like grow up or stop relying on stop being needy it just was like one of those things where people think like if somebody said they're depressed it's like like what kim k said get your effing a up and get to work like it's not that simple like i like it just was really minimalizing the impacts of mental health and not just depression i think that's the one that gets used the most but there are a lot of things that people are battling that they can't explain it just because they're smiling in your face or they are posting a picture does not mean that they are faking it so it just was really annoying and he got dragged and he go he does he replies to his own tweet muting this because i don't have time to argue with y'all y'all need to get help da, 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 da. and i'm just like like you know therapy actually does not fix everything unfortunately i know we pushing it and i want everybody to go but i need people to understand that everybody's not going to have the same end result it's really unfortunate um i want people to still try it to, to get to see what can happen but unfortunately a lot of people have a lot more stuff that you know a lot of those conversational treatments may not be able to resolve and he just was kind of saying that like and so i don't know i just feel like he knew what he was doing when he posted that and so many other people who just say stupid ignorant stuff all the time to get traction just to plug in a business in the, in the replies and stuff like that i just think it's lame and that's really what has taken over twitter it really has become like a chaos war and it annoys me i hate to see it and i always want to delete my twitter when i feel like i see too much of it so just so y'all know y'all on the brink of deletion <laughs> dang yeah so that's all i have dang i don't know what to do Excuse me. I'm just I just mute people all day long. People I'll never see on my timeline again, just in case they want to spend a block, they they mute it. Yeah, i I have people that I actually like muted. Yeah. Because I feel like their social media presence is very annoying. Yeah, and they be lying. Oh my god, don't even get me on the line. Okay. All right. Anyway, all right. So transparency post. Transparency. All right, so for today's topic, I want to talk about people that use professional titles without the accreditation, okay? So I see a lot of people that call themselves chef um, when they learn how to cook some good recipes, and it offends me because um, being a chef is an art, and it's an art that is acquired through, you know, good education and research. So because you make a good stuffed salmon over a bed of rice does not make you a chef, but you know, it's all about the things that you can curate, the understanding of what to, what to mix here and there. It's like, it's just like rapping. Like anybody can say words on a beat, but can you, can you come up with a story to tell on the microphone without somebody having to put those words in your mouth? Like, I feel like, you know, I used to not understand why people care so much about what artists wrote their music, but I actually do understand now because it's like, 
if you want to compare people, if you want to rank people, I think that's something to think about. Like, for example, you can't be a good author and you can't spell, you can't read and write. Like doesn't, that takes away from the quality of a creator you are. So I just, um, I just wanted to talk about like, I don't know. I just feel like, as we always say, social media has definitely bred, bred a lot of business owners and business ventures that people have kind of pursued. But I think that I, I don't know. I just don't like that people with the education and the background kind of have to compete with these people who just selling plates with yellow rice. That is true. So the proper term instead of chef would be food enthusiasts. Let's start there. Um, Cook. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even say that because the thing <laughs> about it is when it comes to food, right? It, this is why I don't make a, a big thing about me cooking for other people because I cook for myself. I cook for my personal taste buds. I cook for me. Mm -hmm. And so I do practice a lot of um, safety stuff and also hygiene. So I definitely wash my, clean my food. I use clean utensils, clean my bowls. Like even if I know that I washed the dish, it's getting washed again before I use it. That's mm -hmm. just what I do subconsciously. subconsciously. But um, just off the topic of food, I do feel like um, just people don't require a lot of, a lot of people don't require certain things, um, to prove that they're professional. Um, cause you see what happened to that one little boy who was a doctor and Ooh, so long that love for so long and he was doing all that stuff and he didn't even, he wasn't a doctor. He was a kid. And in reality, which is crazy because he definitely looked young, but in reality, it's like, nobody's going to be like, Oh, you're a chef. Can you show me your chef certification before I book you? I think overall people are going to book based off what they see and what they like and what they want. But I still feel like there should be some respect there. Even for like, I see a lot of nail techs and people can do nails all they want. But I think that if you're going to be using sensitive tools that are related to people's hygiene, and cleanliness you should get the education before you start charging people for the services because as soon as something go wrong well you know how to treat it well you know what caused it you know what i'm saying and it's yeah. like people that do butt shots in hotel rooms like they're not surgeons or doctors you know what i'm saying and that's different i guess but i just get offended when i see people claiming certain stuff that's all i don't know why i take it so personal but i just be wanting people to be you know yeah. <laughs> earning their stripes I, I don't really i don't really take offense to it um in my in my profession I feel like there's no um, certification to learn how to do makeup because we don't deal with um, hot tools. We don't deal with wax, anything like mm -hmm. that. That's a whole nother ball game. But um, I do feel like it's, a, it, it's some things that you do have to go through before you do consider yourself professional in my field. Like for instance, like I, when I worked at Mac, they taught us how to properly cleanse um, clean our products, like clean brushes, because that's a big thing people have. A lot of people be saying, oh, Mac breaks me out. And it's not really Mac, it's the dirty brushes. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them. And then also you have to understand the proper glue to use for your eyes. Like lash glue is supposed to be equivalent to surgical glue. It's not supposed to be used, um, a lot of people use hair glue. Now, I don't... <laughs> It hasn't really harmed the eyes for real, from what I understand, but the hair glue does have lye in it, which is something that is found in perms mm -hmm, and relaxers. So imagine that on your eyes. Um, <clears throat> and just even the verbiage, like I remember we would get in trouble or get like pulled to the side if we saying, oh, so um, these are the foundations that you use for dark skinned women. That is just, 
not proper term because somebody could get offended by that. Yeah. Um, you just say you in, instead you use other words like um these are the deeper tones, fair tones. You yeah, it's just, it's just like it just proves that you know what you're talking about. It's like a way where somebody could talk in slang versus talking yeah. proper English. Like the person speaking proper English will likely get a bit more respect because you know, and not that it means that they're more intelligent, it just means that they can properly convey what they're trying to say for all to consume. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I agree. So I think that it's a lot, and I think that that's something that should be taken in uh, taken account. Now it's also you can do all that. You can use the proper proper terms, use the proper um, tools, and you could be the best at what you do. But another re- another big factor in professionalism is um, the way that you treat your customers or clients, and the way that you work your business. Now, for me personally, I'll be understanding all these people who do like, oh, you have to um, pay this deposit, um, text this number for the address, text this number for blah, blah, blah. Like, it just be too much of a maze. Yeah, it's not organized. It's just like a lot. Yeah, and I just feel like when, when it comes to booking sites, you know what you can do. You know how long it takes you to do certain things and you should um, set up an, an account or something that'll that'll separate it like for me i put two hours in between my clients so when you book an appointment with me it doesn't take two hours but you have to think about gotta prep for the next one gotta yeah or drive to the next person yeah. so i need that two hour window because you don't you never know so i me knowing that this is the reason why i have returning clients this, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah, when I- so you will have a business. And that's another thing, too. A lot of the times, these people that are just cutting the corners to you to work in this profession, they don't tend to do it for long. They didn't because they just it yeah. was as easy as it was to get into. It, it's just easy to get out. Now, I um, when you mentioned like the booking site and all the other stuff, I actually know someone that is a barber and he was posting on his stories, basically saying like he has always written down his appointments in his appointment book. And that he doesn't want to convert to style seed or uh, acuity or whatever the other one's called because they charge a fee. Now, I'm like, what kind of experiences that gives your clients? Because his next post off of that was like, now, sometimes I do be missing calls or forgetting appointments, but y'all know my heart. It's like, no. Let me just say this. Um, style seed is um, $15 a month. I use Acuity, which is $10 a month. And they also have a free version of Acuity. Now, the only reason why I pay for mine is because I can accept um, deposits. So Wait a you, minute now. You mean to tell me they don't take a percentage of your booking? You pay $10 a month. The way he was carrying on, about $10? Do you pay a monthly fee. like it's And then month. you're missing clients and losing clients because your notebook... When That's you Kool Aid on the page all the time, it's an app right there, and they got a free version. Because my hairstyles that I go to, um, she I text, I, I send my deposit through Apple Pay, and I pay her the same way when I get my hair done. So, not that I'm not saying what method she probably uses, but I'm just saying, like, there's ways around certain fees. Like, you mentioned Acuity a free has a free, like, I don't know if it's changed, but when I first signed up for Acuity, it was free until I started taking deposits for my appointments and then they were like okay well if you want us if you want to use our deposit form or whatever um you have to pay ten dollars a month what's ten dollars a month mind you mind you it'll it'll never be more than fifteen dollars mind you that fee is tax deductible 
So, wow, I'm even more annoyed. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just tell you how much it is to start to, to for me to start for me to have a professional business now in my field. In order to get discounts from companies, you have to have you have to have a um, you are a, a professional website, um, a call sheet, something that 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 shows that you are a working makeup artist and you are a real makeup artist. Now they don't want to see on Instagram, so you have to have that. Um, my don't my to buy my domain was one dollar. Okay, I paid ten dollars a month for my acuity, which is linked to my Squarespace. I I built my website on Squarespace, and the Squarespace is maybe. Um, I thought that's my most expensive business expense. How much you say? I think it's like 10, 10, 15. A month, yeah. So all in all, I'm spending um, about $35 a month, okay? To make thousands. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, like Sorry, even- I'm trying to put your bank out though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying in general, and then you paying $1 a year to keep your domain. I don't understand how that is- you know, and I don't yeah. know everybody's situation, you know, but if you have a business like that, I'm almost sure even if you have three clients a month, you can do that. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it annoyed me seeing that. So and that's what another thing too, not just the people using these titles, it's just overall how people are operating their business. So, you know, in February, I have, I shouted out a black business of the week every single day. Now I shouted out business that I've actually used, but there were two or three that I did I had not used but I knew the owners for a long time I knew I was gonna regret that I knew I, I was gonna regret it. To say that. I did not expect you to say that I knew I was gonna regret it I'm like Alicia no only post businesses that you have used because that was my plan but because I had known these people for so long and I've seen them at their craft for so long I assumed positive intent I put my good faith on their name now, I'm not going to say which one of them, if not all of them, people have had a bad experience with them. And I'm just like, see, this is why I only share stuff. That's why, because I try to keep my stuff honest. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem sharing nothing, what I did, what I paid for nothing. But when you, okay, let me just say this. If a client reaches out to you about a service, you should reply. <clears throat> That's it. <laughs> now, if I go on social media, and I want to order one of your products or whatever the case is. Now, not that you owe me your time, but if I see you posting now, I'm irritated because that same phone got that text message, that email, that DM that I sent you about this stuff on your on your website. You know what I'm saying? And then it'd be the same ones posting about y'all don't support black business. Y'all don't do this or don't, y'all don't understand how busy I am. Sweetie, this is your job though. This is like your actual, it's one thing if people have like a buffer, they'll say allow 14 days for processing, 10 days for response time. Let me tell you something. One thing I liked about Christopher Kyle, his bio got his business hours. Mm -hmm. So when I emailed him, I knew to expect him to reply within a couple of days if I reached out on a Friday. But guess what? He replied to me on the weekend anyway. So he he over under promise, over delivered. You know what I'm saying? Professional. I like it. So for me, it's just like you got to set the right expectations. Anyway, I started to say it is like we've said several times before, like a lot of these small business, specifically black owned business, they just don't have the customer service aspect intact. But it's like they almost don't even realize it because they publicly complain about having bad service at other places. 
just don't yeah, understand. I, I, I don't get how people, because I actually have a friend that's that way. Um, well, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> um, but um, I used to get on this person a lot and heavy because this person is in the same field as I am. They're a makeup artist. And they have, they're one of those people that's like, um, you have to email me for an appointment. I'm going to send you over a, for, a client form, fill that out. Then I'm going to send you over an invoice. You have to pay that right now or I'm not coming, which I get respected, whatever. That's how you operate. But then when it comes to this person and they want something done, like, oh, I want to get braids and I want them now. So you know how you just sit, you hmm, figure. I see that a lot. You sit, you, you, you know, you sitting there, right? You like, dang, I'm gonna take my hair out today and I wanna get some braids soon. So maybe I should try to book an appointment with somebody. No. You just you wait till the day you take them out. I'm finna take my hair down right now and I want some braids within the next hour. You know how many times I see who can do this style today in Atlanta? Right who, now. Who you think oh. is sitting around doing that and that's gonna be worse? And then don't even get on the prices. I have a friend I referred a hairstylist to. When I tell you she complained so bad about the prices only to go to somebody who was, yes, much cheaper, but it was not far at all. And like, I do understand people have a budget. Everybody don't have the money they want to spend, but you cannot bring in a picture of Angela Bassett and then you want Ike Turner. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's crazy. Yeah, I just, I never understand it. And for me, I don't accept clients like that. If people send me those accounts, it's like, oh, I need a makeup artist right now. They don't even know what they want yet. They red flag, even... red flag. That's a difficult client already. Yeah. First of all, yeah. you don't even make appointments. So <laughs> you won't even make appointments for people. So I don't want you. I yeah. don't want it. Period. You're not going to pay my price. You're not going to pay my last minute fee. You're not even going to be ready when I get there. And, and the gag is, I don't even have a last minute fee because I don't do the last minute stuff. Yeah. Now, but, I, lie, I don't, I didn't understand the squeezing fee thing before because I feel like, okay, well, you was available. <laughs> no. So, say for instance, say, like, say, I'm going to just give you a scenario. Um, I'm looking at my schedule. I'm like, okay, I have an off day on Tuesday. So, let me set up an appointment and go get an oil change. I need to go get a pedicure, a manicure, a haircut everything that I need to do on my off day because I know that I'm not going to have time to do it any other day. Mm -hmm. And somebody call you and they're like, hey, I need, I have an emergency. I need to get my makeup done today at 7 p.m. tonight and it's 11 in the morning. I definitely got to tack on something because it's like, dang, now I got to stop my day. Now my car probably going to tell because I could have to cancel my oil change and all this other stuff. My but you ain't really have to do that because you wasn't available. I didn't, but at the kindness of my heart, I I'm did. Charge you. I ain't nothing kind about no $200 squeezing fee, but I do understand. I legit do uh, understand. You know, or cause, and the reason why people do that as well is because usually people who do, and, and it's just from my personal experience, usually people who do those things, they don't tip. So I need to add my own. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not gonna lie. I do understand it, but I guess in my head, if you feel like, okay, you don't have any bookings, then I just wouldn't have myself available or wouldn't accept that client. Because if you if you open yourself up to doing it, then you have accepted that you're gonna miss out on the stuff you already had planned. That was and your me, choice. I'm, I'm not taking it. Unless it's somebody who I know, who I work with before or who I trust. But for the most part, when people send me stuff like that, I already know that this gonna they're gonna give me a hard time about something. Yeah. And my my brain 
just can't handle that. You know, at one point in time, I would just take every client that came my way because I'm like, you know, the yeah, the, you need to get get all this to get money. Yeah, but right now, I think that uh, you know, dealing with dealing with what I had to deal with in Atlanta and me coming here, something that I really wanted to do was just not get to a point where I feel like I don't want to do makeup no more. And a part of that was the type of clients that would that I would have. So that's why I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna deal with this type of person, I need to, I need it to be worth. Now you paying me four five k, I'm a. You could probably say anything to me except niggas. No, I was about to say. Can't call me the n word or the f word, but everything else, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there for that. Especially, oh my god! Especially paying up front. Yeah. And maybe, and I think sometimes too, okay, for myself, y'all know, I have been doing people's resumes for years, years. Even when I was in college, I have done so many of my friends' resumes for free. And, and that's literally out of the kindness of my heart because I genuinely know I'm good at it and I want to help them. And I have been able to get people in so many five jobs. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. But when I think about starting a resume writing business, all of a sudden I got imposter syndrome. Like, what if I can't handle the type of, you know, resume format they want, the type of career path they want, which is insane because I'm a job finesser. So when I see people uh-huh. who just out the blue start these certain kind of businesses or offer these kind of services with no real experience, it's like, wow, you really got audacity. Like in my mind, I would rather continue to help my friends and family with their resumes for free than to start a business and not be able to deliver based off what somebody's expectations are, which is crazy. Yeah. I know. No, I feel it. I, I don't know. I, I, people just got to watch that word professionalism. And also, if you feel if you know that you're a person that's like, that's just my opinion, because when I'm last minute, I try to be as accommodating to the person as, 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 as possible, should. because I know I'm last minute. I know I'm asking you something that's just after a while. Even when I was looking for a barber, my barber canceled on me. I needed one the same day. I made sure I tipped them mm-hmm. really good for taking me last minute. Um, I don't get them a hard time. I try not to be too picky. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm coming to you for a service. So, obviously, I looked at your work, and I think that you're qualified for it. So, I'm not going to sit here and just dictate every single move that you do. I'm going to explain to you how I like it. We're going to see what's up. I'm already gambling because I don't really know if, if you can do me for real. But I'm also not going to make you feel uncomfortable because I feel like when people start asking for too much, they're like, oh, I like it this way, this way. Don't use this. Use that. Use this. Yeah. Too. Oh, my God. That's when you start getting messed up. And that's yeah. what my other my other old friends, that what they did. You will start doing their hair. And I mean, because it, it's embarrassing. Like, you're asking and and like say, say for instance, you're asking, you're going to a braid shop, right? Mm-hmm. And they're used, they're used to doing cornrows, they're used to doing micros, individuals, like regular stuff. And you go in there for some knotless braids. I would never go to a braid shop for no knotless braids. I'm sorry. And you mad because they can't do what you make right. them Right. They be in there circling around your head trying to figure out what all getting done. <laughs> they don't do knotless braids in Africa. That's some trend. That's some all right. Oh, we do not know that. Yeah, I'm just saying general. I'm just saying, okay. like, I don't ever really see them doing that. I would say, why don't you try to book the person based off what you know, know they can do? Can do that. Right. Just, I agree. I totally agree. Get it done in the next hour. 
Yeah, I agree because I have when my my braider um Ari whenever she offered a new service she'd be like look out I'm learning how to do this just give me some time I respect that because if I go in there because you said you don't did it before and my junk in there looking like who did it and why now I'm not gonna want to pay because I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I see so many different things where people like oh now you offering a TV mounting service and you don't even know how to find the studs in the wall to mount the TV. It's just like all these different things and it's terrible. And you want to support and you want to help out. And the thing is, people's social media accounts is only going to showcase the good perspective, which is fine. I can understand. I don't post negative things that um from my life, even though I don't have many. <laughs> but um, people just only post the cool stuff and not the bad stuff when they got cussed out by their client and had to get a refund because they made their wall above their fireplace fall out so now they're getting bookings based off the two three tvs they did do right and now you got a whole bunch of clients and so it's just a, it's just a mess that's why whenever i refer people i'd be like listen i never actually worked with them before i just want to give you a heads up because i've done it before for real estate agents for like certain like handy jobs i just make it clear if i actually work with people i'll refer them because i you know i don't know i just I'll, i just i'm very critical about business when i support them you mess up one time i'm not telling nobody to come in there i don't care if they if every <laughs> would have been good but I'm that's, a witness just, for that. that's just how i am by stuff so if i refer something and people would people have said so many businesses that i refer like my wax lady and my hairstylist everybody always say oh my god i love her so much everything you said was right it was on time they were friendly blah 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 because i don't play about that and um, so anyway, if I, I feel like if I refer somebody, I'm putting my, my good name on that. So don't embarrass me. So that's why when I never work with them, I like, listen, I don't know how she do business, but I'm telling you, she offers this service. So Godspeed. Yeah. Mm. I know, remember that, that seafood place I tried? I'm like, never going back. With the, they I couldn't was, believe that because the yeah. thing about it is they're known for that. And that I, is literally what the signs say. And I just didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind to even say oh where they say i didn't even y'all so basically um i'm saying i went to king crab on north side drive now she she said she's taking names baby i'm sorry because they are very popular for this yellow butter sauce or whatever the sauce is made of on their food it even have a big banner outside in the front saying how good it is okay so it's really close to where i get my wax so i was like okay i'm gonna skip lunch so that when i go get my wax i can pick up some food from here and try it out finally because Draco don't talk about it made the black business of the week and everything yeah so was just reminding me so anyway yeah i ordered my food it came out pretty quick smelled good i don't think nothing of it. i'm getting along with this the, the cashier the cook we t- chat chatting blah 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 she even shows me my food i'm like okay look good blah 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 I didn't even think about the sauce because I didn't even go, honest to God, I didn't even go there for the sauce. I went there for good seafood. I didn't even think about it. I get home and as soon as I open up to send a picture to Christian Draco, I'm like, what the sauce at? So I'm at home now. I'm about 20 minutes away, not finna go back. You know what I'm saying? The food wasn't bad, but it was, I could have made it myself at this point because now we got Old Bay and Shrimp. But I DM'd on Instagram and it just hit me. They never replied back. For real? Yeah, let me go to their page because I know they read it. I bet they read it. Bet five dollars they read it. Oh, they haven't. I'm in the request tab. But look at it. I said, hello, I picked up an order from your location today and I didn't have the sauce you advertised on the photos. Was I supposed to ask for some ask for something else? It wasn't until I got home and realized it wasn't in a packet or on top of the food. And I sent the picture of my receipt. I paid $27.58 for the shrimp lover. And I gave them MF as a tip at the POS. And I don't like places where I got, like, I don't mind tipping. I'm a good, I'm a great tipper. But um, I don't like that I'm, y'all got a tip line and I just ordered a sweet tea. 
and I ain't got no server. <laughs> but I was annoyed because I don't gave y'all, I don't overpay for the wrong food. Anyways, I'm not giving them another chance. Not happening ever. So next. Mm. Somebody just, somebody blocked me on Instagram now, I know them, but they're friends with somebody that I know and they just sent it to me. But I'm like, I'm blocked. I don't even know who this person is. People yeah, are weird. Yes. I don't know if that's happened to me before. I be wanting to think that um, people be doing stuff by mistake, but... Blocking? No. That's like three buttons. I block people by mistake in my sleep. Like, I sleep with my phone in my hand, and I, and I wake up, and I block somebody, and I have to unblock Oh, my goodness. Now, I have unfollowed people by mistake, because the way Instagram make it, you can literally just tap, and it be over with. Unless mm. they got a private page, because be like, this person's page is private. You'll have to request to follow again. Anyways, all right, let's wrap this episode up, y'all. All yeah. I'm saying is... Stick by your word and get your accreditation. Okay. Hello. And learn what you're doing and what you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. Don't just be, you know, it's just my suggestion. If you want to have a, a you want have you want to, if if you want to have longevity in your business and you want to have a consistent clientele, people that continue to come back and bring a friend each time, you should just, you know, make your business credible. You know, have great customer service, answer questions, be open to feedback and suggestions, and don't skip steps on the learning process. Be all that you can be. <laughs> Um, stay in school and don't do drugs okay hello anyways all right that's another episode of the podcast holla at your girl holla at your twirl also i just had american deli from crenshaw boulevard five out of ten anyway really what happened that's why i'm mad that's why i'm kind of irritated right now because i'm hungry wait wait, what happened like what what did you order and what was wrong i had I, i ordered the wings I'll give it a six and a half. I ordered the wings and Philly and fries. The fries were wrong. The fries were like these weird fries. They crinkly, not good. You don't like crinkle cut fries? I do, but not that kind. Because the ones that be at American Dead in Atlanta, they crinkle too, but they like light. These are dark. I don't know what was going on. Probably sweet potatoes in LA. (laughs) The wings was um, okay. The blue cheese was nasty. Um, What kind of wings you got? Lemon pepper? Hot. I just got a regular hot because I ain't want to try to. I ain't want to mess up. You could have got hot teriyaki or something. What? It was like so, six out of six and a half out of ten. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't that good. First of all, they had the they had the twenty first century logo. That was a red flag right there. They did. Dang, that's crazy. Atlanta really is the play, home of the wings, bro. Can't go. No, can't go wrong. Because how it. you go to a franchise that have the same everything and it ain't even good? Because they're not the franchise boys. See, I don't like that because they they give American Deli a bad name on that side of the country. But they like it out here because they, they haven't. They had don't it. know better. They yeah. don't know. Uh, it's like it's not like I said. It's not nasty, but it's definitely not Atlanta wings. I'm Can sorry. you just go back and get hot teriyaki or something like that? Try another. Not going back. I feel you. If you can't get the hot sauce right, the original, then I'm not going back. Lemonade. Oh, oh, that's actually why the the points got deducted because they had the the punch. They had okay. They had all three of them, and I said, "Let me get all three men." Oh, I'm not just gonna say something else. It was giving crystal light. Like <gasps> I don't want that. Uh, I want to have to test test my sugar levels when I drink. It. I thought yeah. you were gonna say it was the minute right in Atlanta. Man. I literally have to take a bottle of water and, and pour mix it, it up because it's so. Oh sweet. man, you know this what? Though? I got like something not good. I got some feedback for American Deli. I need them to get real hand battered shrimp. 
because the shrimp that they serve them little flat butterflies it's not good it's not good and because so sometimes when i'm really craving american daily i'll get a shrimp basket and ask them to toss it in the wing sauce and uh, it just don't be good like y'all didn't get that popeye's buffalo um, butterfly shrimp yeah, because the one from American Dad, I'm just talking about, it tastes frozen. It's like the frozen. It is frozen. Yeah, exactly. It's just like flat. It's just not, you know, it's not good at all. Yeah. If they can that's get that right, oh, baby. That's all I had to say about that. I'm just a little mad at it with my mm. bye bye rag. I'm sorry, huh? Well, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have a good week. <laughs> yes, I sure will with my American Daily list. Oof. It's your California deli. You went to a Mexican deli. <laughs> you know what? Bleach one. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm about to end it.